Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning in and you're listening to a new episode of Unpopular and Incorrect. And today's episode is sponsored by Icon Lux. Are you always scrambling at the last minute to find cute outfits for your trip? Or is it out of season in your hometown so it makes it difficult? Well, Icon Lux is here to save you. Their online store offers stylish vacation pieces as well as swimsuits for an affordable price. Check out the featured collection for the latest styles. You can follow them on Instagram at Icon Lux to catch amazing sales. And don't forget to tag them in your photos to be featured on the page. They also have a website and that is www.icon-luxe.com. And we are back. You know who it is. It is me, Jay Mulatto, your favorite podcaster. Um, I hope everybody's going to have a fantastic weekend, man. Um, it's just hot. I'm going to say that shit like every day this summer probably. Like, it's just way too hot for me. So, what you guys should do for your weekend is go to the pool. Because that's what I'm looking up is pools that's going to cost like $5 to get into. So, I could be in some water, bitch. Because I just, I can't handle it. Like, it's just too much. It's too much. But anyway, for today's topic, it's something that a lot of people have been asking me about. And um, I'm going to piggyback off of it before I dive into my story. But what I've been noticing on the internet is that y'all love saying y'all want a crazy nigga. And I am convinced that y'all have never had a crazy nigga. Because nothing is fun about it. Okay? Like nothing. A nigga always asking where you been, who you with, grabbing your phone, trying to check your messages, and telling you what you can and cannot post on the internet because they get offended by everything you do. And then they get violent. It's just like narcissists. And sociopath men are the worst men to be in relationships with. And y'all be thinking that that shit on the internet. I don't know why y'all glorify niggas terrorizing women. Like that's some shit you want to be involved in. So that's how I know that you ladies have not experienced that wild shit. However, I did ask on on my social sites if you had a crazy nigga story to go ahead and send them in to me. And so instead of the SJ, I'm going to read, like, you know, two different stories that stuck out to me. I'm going to read those, and then I'm going to tell y'all how terrible it is to be with these crazy men. And the shit that you really, how it really fuck up your mind once you leave a crazy nigga. I saw um, an article that was saying how people suffer from PTSD from toxic relationships. And I had never even thought of it in that in like in that much depth that it could harm people's mental health to have been in these traumatic ass situations and then coming out of them. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and find the one that I want to read real quick. The one I want to start with real quick, because one of them I want to read because it ain't even had to do with a relationship that like niggas would go go berserk and they really ain't even your man. I don't know if y'all ever seen me when I posted that tweet and I was like, tell a nigga he not your man and see how fast you got to call the police. Quick, bitch. Niggas will say, all oh, that you not my girl, you not my girl. Pull him on him, bitch, and he going to lose his mind. Okay, so the one that I'm going to read uh, from Homegirl, <laughs> it started with, hey, girl, I have a few. Let me just stop right there. The fact that us women be having more than one crazy nigga story is insane, right? 
And men love to do this battle of the oppression thing with women for whatever reason. So if a woman say niggas ain't shit, then niggas be like bitches ain't shit either. But here's the reality of that, right? If a man runs into a bad or like a bitch that ain't shit, a hoe or something, it is very rare that niggas run into that. Women, I don't know a single woman that has not had a nigga treat her like shit. Okay, not one bitch have I ever met in my life, and that's and I've met plenty of women in my lifetime from dancing to bartending, having jobs, and having open communication with women. You know, when they frequent your workplace and shit, you niggas just love to have to be able to say the same thing that we are saying. The, the very the very big difference between us is that men are raised to be players, right? Oh, he going to be a little playboy. Look at him. He got all the girls on the playground chasing at them. He, he, he. That shit cute. That's how they raised is to have all the women chasing them, all the fucking hens cackling and shit over him. That's what they raised up like. We are automatically raised and groomed to be wives, right? We're supposed to know how to cook, know, know how to do laundry, know how to maintain a household. We are, all, we are always groomed to be with one man. Men are never groomed to be with one woman. That's why they always like to say it's unnatural. It's, you know, it's unnatural to be a monogamous and blow up. Shut that stupid shit up, man. I really can't stand niggas. And the more they open their mouth, it just really like... It just really get on my nerves, girl. Like, that's how you know that being straight, being attracted to men is not a choice. You get what I'm saying? Because nobody in their right mind would be attracted to these crazy-ass species, all right? We really can't help it. We fucking stuck with y'all, okay? But anyway, back to the crazy story I'm reading. Um, But the craziest one was when I had a stalker over pussy. Literal stalker, okay? I had an ex-fling, literal fling, no relationship whatsoever, just sex, in all capital letters. The vibe was off on my end after a while, so I stopped hitting him up. No biggie, or so I thought. He literally blow up my phone and social sites. I blocked those. He then got a work phone in parentheses, girl. A work phone, they said. He would blow me up from that. Block that too. But, peep this, I felt like he had a track on me or something because ironically within the same month, one day I was at the Hooters on Tara Boulevard. Okay, so I just realized that my good sis is from the A. Shout out to you. <laughs> um... One day I was at the Hooters on Tara Boulevard for a date. She was on a date. And he literally walks up to our table acting all normal and shit and says, I've been looking to hear from you. I damn near passed out. It was so crazy. Long story short, now I have a protective order a protective order against him. And I don't fuck like skin men. Now let me just tell y'all something, right? <laughs> if you ain't never had an order of protection on a nigga... It ain't as easy as it seems, like a wish a restraining order or whatever. I have had three on uh, three separate men, and I have said this before. But the police do not work for do the police don't do shit for women that's involved in these kind of situations, man. Like the police really gotta pull up and see a nigga punch you in your shit for you really to get that kind of restraining order. You can show them all kind of text messages and all this kind of shit. They not they not fucking with you. Like, I don't know what it is. It's like those women that call the police and they be like, there's nothing we could do. And then you find out the next week that that man came back and killed her. 
I'd have said this on many of topics about everything, and it all comes down to the same shit, bro. The world hates women, and I cannot figure out for the life of me why. Like, we are literal creators of life, and niggas do not fuck with us. It's insane to me. But anyway, that was the one story, girl. I don't even know. I've never had no situation where... A nigga, well, no, I take that back because I haven't really been in that many relationships in my life. But, um, niggas I talk to, I don't know why they just won't bow out gracefully and leave me alone. But I want to read one more. And, um, I'm reading these because everybody be talking about they want a crazy nigga and everybody also wants to know the story about me getting stabbed i'm not sure if i said that in the opening but i'm gonna give y'all the real full details of how, how the whole relationship has started and how i missed all the red flags and then how i got stabbed okay so i'm i'm showing y'all these crazy niggas warning signs niggas popping niggas blowing your phone up that shit is not cool like i don't know uh, uh, where y'all from and why y'all think shit like that is cute but it's really not but okay here go the other story oh this one kind of long and it's in text messages so if i'm reading kind of funny it's because i'm like i was responding in the midst of it too okay so boom girl we was together or whatever girl into a year uh, girl into year two i found out that i was dealing with oh hold up we was together or whatever girl into a year I found out he was dealing with a girl, and it was his ex. So I don't dance no more, but she do. So one of my homegirls, old dancing partners, told me she seen him driving a girl car. So I'm like, what the fuck, this nigga trying me? So the first time I seen his crazy is because I broke up with him when I found out. I started kicking it with this new dude, and me and him was always like close friends. So he was all into me, said. Guess he was always in love or whatever. So we doing good for a few months. I guess crazy was over there think over there kicking it with old girl. We were still texting or whatever, but I wasn't really fooling with him on that level. So I was staying the night over the new guy house. Why did Psycho text me and say, Where the fuck you at? I'm like, What? LMAO. Cause I wasn't even on that level with him. Like, why you want to know where I'm at? He said, where you rest your head last night? I'm like, boy, please worry about yourself in that bitch. So he was like, I got some for your ass. I didn't even reply. I just gave the new boy his name as an excuse. Girl, why I pull up to my complex and this nigga was still parked there? He going to get out the car and try to walk up to mine all mad. I hit the locks. He banging on the window, trying to get in the car. So I been knew this nigga ain't had no mind, but I ain't think he... he it was this deep, so I reversed and pulled off. This nigga follows me to the gas station. So he making a big-ass scene, so I unlock my door talking big shit. This nigga slaps me, pulls my hair all the way down to the floor yelling, You mine, you mine, ain't no fucking sleepovers, you hear me? Bitch, I'm reaching for my knife in the console. Somehow that motherfucker had took it out. After that, he popped up at my house every day that week and watched me get ready for work. Like, watched me. So I was dumb and dealing with him again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, girl. Or whatever. But that girl had posted them in Miami, bitch. So I was like, fuck this. I'm done. Sent my long text. Went about my went about my business and blocked his number. This motherfucker gets on his other phone and starts texting me. I blocked that one. Bitch, for months he made fake numbers using text apps texting me. He sent me a picture outside my window. He sent me a picture of my car parked at work. He left roses on my door. Girl, one day he tried to use his key and I had to change the locks. 
My mama said she saw she. Uh, my mama even said she saw him driving by her house. Girl, what? And truth be told, he still be texting me to this day. <laughs> I just know how to ignore it now. Let me just tell y'all. If y'all think it's fun for niggas to be popping up at your workplace, for niggas to be put, following you in your car, dragging you by your hair, trying to fist fight you and get into physical altercations because you won't be with them, you bitches are more weird than I thought. Okay? I'm not speaking on the people whose stories it is, but I'm speaking on all y'all that be like, oh, I love me a crazy nigga. I want to lose my mind. Are y'all, What? I understand that as a woman, you would want a man that could, you know, dominate over you because we're supposed to be submissive and they're supposed to be the dominant ones. But what you do not want is a real certified crazy nigga. You hear these stories? I'm talking about my good sisters is just out here trying to enjoy a good, nice, cool date, trying to catch a vibe. And here come Freddy Krueger, Jason, a horror story niggas trying to come up and ruin a bad bitch day. Like, that shit be killing me. And niggas love to get on the internet and act like bitches is so crazy. And I'm not finna take it away from bitches. Because I done heard many a stories about y'all climbing in niggas' windows and keying niggas' cars. I'm gonna keep it a book with you. I don't really have that kind of energy to transfer to niggas when we break up. For all the niggas that have done me wrong, I still was not thinking like, oh, I'm finna go, like, key his car. Like, you see how that shit just keep going? If you really want to not deal with a person, cut them off completely. Y'all be saying y'all don't want to deal with a nigga no more and then be doing everything to still be having interactions with that nigga and arguments. Bitch, we different. I'm not into it. Like, why the hell y'all still be on that? But I just want y'all to know that. From a person who's been in a traumatic in a very traumatic situation with a man, that shit will ultimately like change you. I didn't realize until way later it still affects me because the nigga when I, I'm about to tell y'all the story in one second, but the nigga was uh, like me so hard real fast that now I feel like well not now but when I was dating I felt like. If a nigga was too interested in me too quick, it was like a warning sign. I just didn't even want niggas to like me. That's how bad that man had scarred me from our relationship. So, before I dive into the whole complete story, I'm about to go ahead and get to some of these sponsors. And then, boom, we're going to come back and talk about how and why I hadn't got stabbed by a nigga named Arab. So, okay, girls. Y'all got your little teacups. I mean, you know. For my good good sis that's listening, each and every one of y'all, and you know, to my good good bros, cause I do have male listeners too, so I couldn't isolate y'all either. But here go the deets to the ending, which is the stabbing. We know how the situation end. Let's see how it started, how it festered over and brew, and you know what I'm saying, girl, that things of that nature. So everybody got their teacups. I'ma tell this. I'm recording this on this podcast. And I don't need nobody else to ever ask me again. Because if you want to know, then boom, you can just pull this podcast up and listen to this shit over and over. All right. And you might want to listen to it over and over. If you want to know signs that I overlook, so just if you feel like you fucking with a crazy nigga, you might want to flashback to this podcast and see if he doing any of the shit that we done talked about today. Okay. That any of the other two stories, if he doing anything similar to that, and if he does anything similar to what I'm about to tell you was done to me. So, um. I'm not really 
gonna sugarcoat it either so <laughs> here we go um this was in 2014 i had just moved back to atlanta from miami and um i had this homegirl at the time named bubbles and truth be told i don't know i didn't know bubbles like that you know how when you dance you know other dancers and social media really connects people without y'all really ever meeting each other or whatever so bubbles had been a girl that um had been following me for years that i have interacted with frequently but i had never seen in person because i didn't live in atlanta and i was always in miami you know what i'm saying the link up just never happened so when i came back to atlanta uh, Shawty hit me up and was like, um, oh, bitch, you ought to come pull up to the spot. I'm cooking, niggas drinking and smoking. Just come cool out. I'm like, all right, cool. Back, little kickback situation, no pressure. So, um, a girl, I come over to the house or whatever, and, um, I can't remember how many people was there. It was very, um, intimate, though. It was very personal. It wasn't that many people. Might have been, uh, maybe 10 folks. So, when I get there or whatever, she cooking, like, shrimp alfredo and things like that. And so... I'm about to walk out the door. I don't know if I was about to use the phone or what I was doing, but I was walking out the um, patio door. In the midst of me trying to walk out the patio door, this dude is blocking the doorway. And he like, um, damn, I got to have you. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Skirt me. I'm going outside. Skirt. Like, okay, that shit was cute, whatever. So... Uh, everybody started like uh, some people was shooting pool because it was a pool table in there and then some people was about to play spades so I sat over there to watch the spades game and he was one of the people playing spades his name is A-Rab so I can stop saying him A-Rab was playing spades so I'm like okay cool like you know this is a nice little setting and he was like you know once they finished their hand he was like man you're gonna be my wife you're gonna be my wife now at this point I'm like <laughs> this so cute like you know a nigga talking about I'm gonna be here white. You know, I was all giggly about that shit. I thought a nigga was just gassing me up. Sometimes the fuel is needed. Fuck you mean? <laughs> so, anyway, in the midst of this, though, Bubbles invited me. So, I didn't know who Bubble, like, if one of these niggas was her nigga or what was going on. And she seemed to, um, when I asked her, she knew A Rail. Like, she was like, she was there for A Rail. So, I'm like, oh, okay. So, in the midst of this, he keep, you know, flirting with me and shit while she cooking. Everybody then got drunk high and ate, so niggas then got the itis. So at this point, everybody then fell asleep on in the den watching. I forgot what movie was on, but everybody had that passed out. So I'm like, oh, I'm finna Uber me, you know, I'm finna go ahead and get an Uber home and shit like that. And the nigga was like, A Rab was kind of laying on me, which I the whole thing was weird to me because I was like, if this her nigga, why she not saying nothing about him flirting with me? So then I was like, hmm, like a Chester cat, like, oh shit, maybe they 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 on that kind of shit, like maybe they want to have a threesome with me. And I'm like, oh, but I'm cool on fucking bubbles, cause like hell or no, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know this nigga, so it's like, oh, I'm just about to get get the fuck out of Dodge. So I go ahead and Uber home, girl. The next afternoon, because a bitch was wasted, I woke up, and I had, like, missed calls from a number I didn't know and some text messages. So, I look at the text message, and it says some shit like, I normally don't do this, but I just had to know you and shit like that, which it was very vague, so I didn't understand. I thought somebody had the wrong number. Then the number was calling me as I was reading the text message, girl. So, I opened the I opened the phone. Shit. I'm talking like I had a flip phone or some shit, but um, I opened I answered the phone, and uh, it was him. It was A-Rab. 
He was like, yeah, you know, I just couldn't have you walk out of my life like that. I normally don't do shit like this, but when Bubba was asleep, I went through her phone and got your number. Beep, 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 beep. Let me tell you niggas something. That was the first red flag that I had that miss. With that, he stole my number from somebody else. So, I'm like, oh, still being goofy. I'm like, oh, that's cute. He must really want to talk to me. He probably didn't steal the number. She probably gave it to him. But he want to fuck with me bad. So, I'm going to go ahead and fuck with him. That was what my stupid ass was thinking, right? So, in the midst of the conversation, he said something like, oh, man, just... At least just go out to dinner with me or something Like please I just want to take you out I'm like okay cool So he like um I, I'll come get you and take you to the mall So you can get your nails and your feet done And buy a dress so we can go out for dinner So I'm like oh It's that type of party Okay then So I'm like alright bet So I get dressed or whatever Meet the nigga at, uh, Well I actually met him at the mall and I went to the mall. Um, he was with me for when I got the dress and the shoes. And then he left to go do whatever he was going to go do while I was at the nail shop. Bitch, as soon as he came back, I had pink on my nails and my feet. And he was, no, I don't think I had pink. I think I had something. Whatever I had on my feet and my hands, it did not suffice for him. So he grabbed my arm real hard and was like, why the fuck would you get that on your nails? Like, we finna go back, girl. Had my arm, drug me back to the nail shop. Mind you, this shit finna close. And he was like, somebody need to do her shit, like, right now. Like, somebody need to fix her nails, bitch. Making a, a hoobla fiasco in the nail shop by changing the nail color on my nails. Now, mind you, this man never told me no specific color to get on my nails. So if I'm just going to get my nails done i'm going to get them how i want to get them since you didn't say nothing like and, and honestly okay now nah, if he would have told me he wanted pink on my nails or something like that because he was paying for it probably would have got it but again no instructions bitch just was left with the coin so that was that so mind you this the first day i'm dealing with him man already grabbing me by my arm and shit dragging me in stores and telling them to change my nail polish so i'm already like i'm never gonna fuck with this nigga again so we get in the car and we go to dinner because oh, oh no 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 yeah yeah because we went to the food court and i just put the dress on that i had bought or whatever so we could go to dinner girl go to dinner he acting like that shit never happened Bitch, the whole time we didn't been in the car about to go to dinner, I'm just like, I can't wait for this like shit to be over. I don't want to talk to this nigga ever again, bitch. So we at the restaurant. He had flowers delivered to the restaurant. And uh, he was acting like that shit never happened until, like, I guess he picked up on my energy being thrown off. So then he was like, oh, you know. I had a lot of shit going on today. I shouldn't have done that to you. I misplaced my anger. I'm never like this, you know, blah, blah, blah. For somebody who don't know him, I'm like, maybe I am overreacting. People do have bad days. Girl. You see how you see how abusive victims start blaming themselves? It's like, oh, I was overreacting. I wasn't overreacting about no stranger nigga dragging me by my motherfucking arm, about to pull my shit out of the socket and take me back in the nail shop to get a color he fucking lights i was not overreacting bitch and i know that now that i have been stabbed by him but anyway so this the first day so girl i go back home he texting me calling me and you know when you dealing with niggas it's real cute when niggas are like seeming to be into you i don't know what's this newfound shit in in today's time where niggas 
don't want to talk on the phone, don't want to go on dates, you know what I'm saying? Oh, a nigga be busy. They talk to you every three days, every five days. I'm not interested in shit like that. I'm a hopeless romantic. If I'm into somebody or somebody is saying that they're into me, I would like for them to prove that to me. You understand what I'm saying? So his communication was like dead on to me, and I was appreciating it. And I was like, in my mind, that was a situation that I had let go. So after like three days, he was like, he wanted me to spend the night. So I'm like, you know, it don't really bother me if a nigga want me to spend the night. Because truth be told, if I don't want to have sex with a nigga, I won't. And I have said that many a times, bitch. And I will go home. If it's going to be a deal that I don't give it on pussy and you mad, then I will just go home. And we'll never speak again. And that's cool to me. All right? So anyway, I'm like, okay, I'll spend a week, like spend a weekend with him or whatever. Bitch. He was like, how about you just pack all your clothes and move in with me? Like, I'll never want you to go home. B, 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 another fucking red flag I missed. You know how I was taking that shit? I took all that you gonna be my wife and, oh, I never want you to leave shit as, like, over extreme flattery. You get what I'm saying? But this nigga dead ass meant that he wanted me to move in with him that weekend. Now... I'm one of them people that preach all the time, that love don't have a time frame and all that kind of shit. But our energies are clearly not matched. The way he feeling about me is not the way I'm feeling about him. I don't want to move in with him. I think he cool. I'm getting to know him. That's the steps that I'm taking. So I go over there, girl, and um, I'm, you know, cooking and cleaning. We, can't, we kicking the shit. We going out. He, you know, his homeboy slide through. Well, we go link with his homeboys and, you know, do shit with their girlfriends and all that kind of stuff. And so we just kind of developed a relationship. And, like, pretty much within a month, I had, uh, I wasn't, I wouldn't say that I moved in with him because my stuff was still at my home. But I know for a fact that I spent, if it's 30 days in a month, I was spending 20 at his house in that first month. You get what I'm saying? So uh, I forgot what happened. Something happened, and it was very small, but I couldn't handle it. Oh, I know what it was. In the midst of this, you know, I'm a social media person. So I'm, like, on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. And he was just, it started to become a problem to him. All he kept talking about was, why you on the phone? You know, when I was on the phone with my homegirls, or like, why you always on the Internet? Why, Like, what the fuck they got to do with us? Like, you don't need nobody but me. Ding, 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 ding. That's the other red flag. Abusive niggas like to isolate you. Because when you are isolated, you feel like you have no help, even if you do. You haven't been talking to your friends and family members. So now that you're down and out and a nigga beating your ass to a bloody fucking pulp, you feel like you can't call nobody because you haven't been calling them since. And you let and you feel like in your mind that you have abandoned them for this nigga. And that's how they feel. But I promise you, ladies, if y'all are in abusive relationships and you are listening it does not matter how long you have not spoken to a friend or family member they are waiting on your phone call if somebody is abusing you trust me if y'all ain't spoke in a year call your mama if you ain't spoke to a homegirl in a year anybody who can help you get out of the situation that you are in please 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 contact them and stop thinking that you are alone because that's where that man was trying to take me but I left. Never wanted to talk to him again after that. I saw bitch. I never talked to that nigga. Like, blocked his phone number. He was calling me from other niggas' phone numbers. Um, 
he got a bodyguard like he he got money money okay so he got like a bodyguard he calling me from the bodyguard phone number like all type of shit bitch but he did to me <laughs> made the odds forever be in your favor pussy because i'm out of there bitch they call me carmen san diego bitch when i leave a nigga they want to know where in the world i am bitch okay that's what i do i disappear bitch you hoes are not ninjas like me believe me bitch i will get ghosts so in the midst of this months then pass by I just so happened to be in Baltimore for some fabulous concert and after party or whatever. So I'm in Baltimore and this was Valentine's Day weekend or like, yeah, Valentine's Day was on like a Monday or a Tuesday or something, but I was out of town. So in the midst of this, like, girl, mind you, it probably has been three, four months since I have heard from this man after blocking him and just not responding to other, other numbers. I don't know. It just kind of dwelled down. So, um. It was Baltimore. We was about to be on the way back. We drove up there, me and my homeboy, and some like it was like four of us. So, uh, <clears throat> in the midst of this, I get a phone call and it's him, and it's like, man, please just hear me out. You know, it's my birthday, and I would not want anything else in the world but to celebrate my birthday with you. You know what I'm saying? If you just celebrate your birth, celebrate my birthday with me, I promise that that'll mean the world to me. I'm not asking you for nothing else. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I'm in Baltimore right now. I'll be on the way back. I'll, it's going to be late when I get back, but I'll hit you. And he was like, man, please hit me back. Please hit me back. Me coming back late, it was just like I was going to get there at 11. You know, niggas ain't going to the club that early anyway. So I'm like, I'll probably get back at 11 p.m. I'll call you when I um get home. So I tell him I'm there. He going to pick me up at 12, right? So in the midst of this girl, I had to got spiffy and, you know, cute bitch to go to um some club. So, which I fucking hate clubs, but, you know, it wasn't my birthday. But anyway, so, girl, I step outside and um he in a white, uh is it, he was in a white Challenger or is it a Camaro? I want to say it's a Camaro. He was in a white Camaro. No, it was definitely a Challenger. I never drove a Camaro. So it was a white uh, Challenger outside with a bow on it. And uh, he get out the car and he get out the driver's seat and he hand me the key. And he was like, you know, you driving. And I'm like, okay. And I get in and he was like, this your car too. So bitch nigga had them gifted me a Challenger, right? In the midst of this, I realized it's another key on the key ring with the Challenger key. So... He was like, just follow, just follow the directions I give you. Like, we got one stop before we go to the club. And I'm like, okay, maybe we're going to go pick up a nigga or something. I don't know. So, girl, we ride or whatever, and we wound up pulling up to this new neighborhood of, uh, like, condos. So, then he, like, we get out of the car. The key that's on the ring is for the condo. And I open the door, and it's an empty condo. And he like, this yours. Like, if you just take me back and give me a chance, like, I promise I won't fuck up this time, and yada, 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 I'll change. Ding, 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 them niggas don't ever change, but whatever, bitch. A nigga pull up on you with a challenger and then give you a condo, you start rethinking, maybe we could rekindle some shit, bitch, okay? So I'm like, oh, he for real about me, like... Niggas stepping, going up, stepping up and going beyond shit, beyond measures, okay? So I'm gassed up. It's his birthday, but I got the car in the condo, bitch. I'm souped up, cooped up, whatever the cool kids saying, girl. So he was like, it's nothing in there. So he was like, you know, 
we spend um you spend my birthday night with me and we wake up in the morning and we can go to the store and furnish all this shit tomorrow like nothing we went to the club had a good time i never not had a bad i've never had a bad time with him you get what i'm saying he's fun he's charismatic he take care of everything everybody know him he got a bodyguard we safe you know shit like that so um we hang out at the club spend the night with him then the next morning we dead ass wake up and we go to all these stores like getting furniture getting tvs we calling comcast getting cable put in so bitch now i'm in the house okay i didn't got all my shit and i didn't moved into the condo girl so um every day he going doing whatever he do and the bodyguard there with me like i'm bored as fuck all day long i didn't clean because he had a maid service i wasn't really cooking because he had a chef cooking it was just like i felt like a sex slave like i don't know how to say it because i'm one of those people that want to be a housewife but if you take away my housewife duties bitch then all i am is a hole that you put your bowl in when you fall into the door like whenever you come home so and on top of that he didn't want me spending no time with my friends he didn't want me on social media and it's like damn when i'm on the phone it's when the nigga not home so why do it matter when i'm on the phone all this shit driving me insane but i'm trying to you know hang in there because i'm like maybe it's me because i've been this wild child as a dancer that maybe i'm the one that's fucked up and don't realize that a nigga a good nigga trying to do something for me so i'm hanging on in there bitch so let's fast forward we have a kickback at the house of course with his motherfucking friends bitch because my people definitely wasn't invited so everybody been drinking and smoking everybody's been doing coke whatever drugs niggas do it was all in a house bitch so i didn't pass out i woke up like in the middle of the night now mind you this my spot bitch he my nigga but this my spot he got his own spot bitch if you're gonna have hoes in the house till three o'clock in the morning and they need to be hoes in the house at your crib not mine so when i woke up i went upstairs and there was a hoe in our room now this my thing no bitches was supposed to be upstairs like what why would a bitch be upstairs in our bedroom like are you out your fucking mind so i tell the bitch to get out and then me and him get into an argument so in the midst of us getting into the argument i go outside in the garage because you know a lot of the condos be set up to where you well houses and shit when you come in the garage door it, it leads to the kitchen so i walk out the kitchen and i go into the garage just smoking shit bitch i'm out there cussing in this man's face next thing i know whop nigga punch me hard as fuck in my face like to the point where i fall to the ground bitch so now i'm like scurrying to the door to open the door to get back in the kitchen so in the midst of me opening the door the refrigerator right there this man is grabbing the refrigerator like yanking it trying to pull it down on me okay bitch what nigga was trying to smush me with the refrigerator so girl I'm pulling up on the counter, and you know how you have that little thing with all the knives in it? I grab a knife, and I just swing it back to get him away from me. In the midst of me swinging a knife, it cut, his, like, the side of his neck. But, like, not to where it was even, like, bleeding. You would think I could have did it with my fingernail. That's how, like, soft the scratch was. In the midst of this, I guess the neighbors hearing all the commotion, the, fight, the fussing and fighting, and they call the police. So the police pull up and they like one of y'all gotta go da, da, da. i said oh y'all ain't gotta say nothing i called my homeboy i had already called my homeboy 
long before we had realized that the police was called because in the midst of the, us fighting in the house his bodyguard then came down there and been like bro what is you doing you can't be putting your hands on seven this not right there's his bodyguard trying to calm him down and shit bitch so the police pull up so i pack all my shit up bitch get in the car and never look back girl this was in february now i just told y'all this like Maybe this was like a month. Like, it didn't last long because a nigga can't hide his true colors, bitch. So, we fast forward. And let's say I was there through February 14th to about mid-March. Maybe the beginning of April, bitch. I wasn't there no time. So, in the middle, in the my birthday, May 17th. So, on my birthday, of course, I'm answering all phone calls and text messages that I might not rec- know who they are because people just want to give me birthday love. I answer the phone. Oh, no, this wasn't even my birthday week. This was the week before my birthday week because I was in the hospital for a week. But my birthday, the week before my birthday, I was seeing numbers. You know, people were trying to see what I was going to be up to for my birthday. So one number called, and it was him. Now, mind you, I had not blocked this man. Um, in the midst of this, I had been hanging out with my friends, and he was popping up on Edgewood at all the bars and shit that I hung out at, that I hung out at and frequented. He started popping up there. Um, he had followed me home three different times and fist fought me outside my house, bitch, like all kind of shit. And I had to call the police, and the police would get here, and he'd be gone. So it was no action ever taken, bitch. Like I had been going through the motions with this man for at least he was doing that shit for about a month, and then it just died, like it just stopped and I was like oh maybe a nigga killed his ass that's what I was fucking hoping right so then a week before my birthday I get a phone call I answer it's him and he on the phone like look I know you probably never want to be with me again I understand that but for the sake of the argument what like is it possible that I could just see you one last time and tell you everything I feel and if you accept it you you accept it and if you don't you don't I just feel like I need to get the uh, emotions out in the air and I feel like you know what I'm saying you you at least owe me that and I'm like okay for a nigga that didn't bought me a condo and a car like of course I gave him all this shit but I left with nothing but what I came in the house with which is fine to me I was like okay I'll hear you out and he's like, when? I'm like, okay, you can come now. See, what I'm not about to do is let a nigga like that come in my house so you can just beat my ass up and down my my walls in my house. So I'm like, okay, he not coming in. So when he when he get here, I'll get in the car with him and we'll ride to the park. The park, like, if you in a car, the park is a 30-second ride around the corner. If you walk in, it's a five-minute walk, bitch. It's that close. But we can sit outside. He can say everything he got to say, and we'll be good. Girl, I get in the car. As soon as I get in the car, the door is automatically locked. Like, choo-choo. Like, he made sure he pressed that motherfucker like five times. The first thing that came in my mind was, oh, this nigga finna kill me. That was my first thought, bro. I just knew that my life was over. So, he just talking and he driving real slow. Mind you, I'm telling you to park right around the corner. Nigga is not even going in the direction of the park, truth be told. He going the long way where you got to go all the way around the park. Like, back down by the back end of the park type shit. So, I'm like, oh, nigga don't kill me. Go figure. You know what I'm saying? I had then accepted my fate. This man talking, and then eventually he get really aggressive and louder and loud, louder. And then I look over, and this man had grabbed a knife, girl, and was coming down, like coming towards my abdomen. But I balled up, so he wound up stabbing me on my right side, like on my thigh, like right there in that little connected area, bitch. Girl, nigga hadn't stabbed me, took my seatbelt off, bitch, pushed me out the car, and left me for dead, bitch. <laughs> girl, the bed had pulled off on me, girl. 
So I stay in a gentrified area. Shout out to gentrification in this in this instance. So it's a whole bunch of white people that be walking their dogs and shit, bitch. It's a dog park by the park. So this lady dog walk up and was sniffing me and shit. And the lady was like, oh, you need... You you need help? You bleeding? I'm like, girl, call the ambulance, girl. The man had to stab me, girl. So, bitch, she called 911. The ambulance come. I go to the hospital. They got, like, police escorts outside my door. Girl, I had to get, like, you know, they only do stitches. If, like, I, I want to say now if, you're, if your cut is jagged. But mine was, like, a through and through. So, they glue you together. But, girl, my glue head, it popped open, like, three different times. Bitch, and then I, it was just like it was such a, a traumatic incident to me. And then once I was released three days later, it was like, oh, I think I was it was either three or four days after that. I couldn't really walk, like my foot was dead, and they didn't know if I was gonna be able to walk again or if it was just temporary nerve damage. Bitch, like. I was afraid to go to sleep. I was afraid to be in my house alone because I knew that that man knew where I stayed. And shout out to my homeboys because one of my homeboys came up here from Alabama. He took a week off and he sat with me all day. And then my other homeboy, shout out to him, he would come and sit with me all night, at least till I fell asleep. So, like, that man took away my sleep. Then That man took away my my thoughts of being safe anywhere you know what i'm saying he made me be more scared of men approaching me of men liking me even now like in in relationships after that has happened like when niggas be on i'm about to pull up nah we finna talk i'm finna pull up shit like that scare me i'm telling y'all the truth like i have a lot of shit now that i still deal with like you know what i'm saying with the with, with the man i'm with now like Sometimes when we get into disagreements And he's a gen he's the most gentle man I've ever been with Like you know what I'm saying I call him my gentle giant Even though he like the whole bitch He be tearing shit up But he's not like that with me But sometimes when we have simple disagreements We don't yell at each other or nothing like that But I flinch You know what I'm saying Cause I done had a nigga try to drop a refrigerator on me and shit You know what I'm saying So ladies you really gotta pay attention to these motherfucking signs That niggas be sending out and, and don't let a nigga woo you with no money Cause that's what I let I let a nigga I was so busy trying to Have the perfect romance That I always dream of in my head And I thought I finally got it And I was willing to get my head bashed in Or be isolated from my friends and family Just to get a taste of what I thought Would be a good relationship When I actually knew that that shit was not good for me at all So, ladies, the point of me doing this podcast is for y'all to be aware, man. I don't want nobody to go through what I went through. I don't want nobody to go through what these ladies that wrote me in went through. And if you already been there, then you know how to not go through that again, man. I appreciate y'all for listening. If you got any more questions or feedback about my stabbing situation, man, hit me up. Y'all know how y'all can reach me. It's Jay Mulatto, J-A-Y-M-U-L-L-A-T-O, and that is my Instagram name. That's for YouTube. That's for my Twitter, and that is also for my Facebook. Send in your Ask J questions. If you want to sponsor an episode, please contact me. I love putting other businesses out there and cross-networking and marketing, man. I'm all for that. And shout-out to all the businesses and the people that have sponsored episodes thus far. And I would love for y'all to keep going. Shout-out to everybody who's telling people to listen to my podcast. It's working. The numbers are growing, people. 
It's more fuck with the bulls. It's a whole crowd of us right now. Y'all don't even understand. Every time I'm checking my analytics, my analytics, I'm blown away by the slow and steady creep of my numbers. These bitches better watch out because I'm coming. All right? So I want to thank y'all for listening. Y'all know who this is and what you are listening to. It's Jay Mulatto, and you have been listening to a new episode of Unpopular and Incorrect. <laughs>